and gentlemen, welcome to episode 58 of He Book, She Book. He's Mike. She's Becca. And we are back. We are still on the road to WrestleMania. There is not a lot that happened this week in wrestling, uh, probably because, you know, AEW is kind of just like simmering down from their big pay-per-view that just happened a few weeks ago. And then WWE, we're the week before the go-home shows for wrestlemania so we are trying to get into the swing of things really settle everything down for mania and the only real big thing that came out of wrestling this week is the fact that triple h officially announced his retirement from in-ring performance yeah he goes on stephen a smith's show uh announces i mean stephen a kind of pushed for it and just asked you know what is your status in ring and triple h just said he's done yeah it's over so, well, he has to be. It's it's all yeah. medical related. Uh, we know a few months back he had a really bad heart attack and there was a lot of things going on with that. And I mean, listen to that interview or watch that interview. You, you see how bad it actually was. It was worse than we ever would have actually thought. And it makes sense that he's retired and we wish him well. We know he'll be in the back. So we know he's not leaving oh, wrestling yeah. world forever. But it is sad to hear that he's not going to be wrestling ever again. But, I mean, it's nice to know that he'll still be backstage helping the performers. Yeah, it's always sad when a guy wrestles his last match and he doesn't know it. Yes. And that is the case here with Triple H. I mean, he did also hint that they did have a plan for him at WrestleMania. Um, obviously, they can't go through with it. Right. But, I mean, it, it, it would be cool to see, like, I want to know what it was. Like, what was the plan if, if everything would have gone uh, as planned? Cause, I mean, like, I feel like AJ Styles would have been the perfect guy mm-hmm. for Triple H to get in the ring with. It would have been an awesome match, but it's not one that we're going to see. Uh, Triple H's in-ring career is over, but, yeah, he'll be, he'll be around. Yeah, he'll be backstage, so we really have nothing to worry about with him. We're just thankful he's still here. Yeah, I mean, he... I mean, coming off of, the obviously, the, the Scott Hall news, just, I mean, a week later, basically, we mm-hmm. find out the Triple H is done, and every every member of the clique is now just officially, it's over. Right. It is sad, but we do have some guys coming back to wrestling that we never thought that we would ever see wrestle again, like CM Punk. He went against uh, Dax Hardwood this week on Dynamite, and it's the first time we're seeing him since his match with MJF. Yeah, for, it was it was interesting that they just he comes out and it's just it's a match. Right. We, we get CM Pants and he's <laughs> going to face Dax Harwood. They kind of just have this Twitter feud going of who loves Bret Hart more, uh, and it was a fantastic match. We don't get to see Dax in like one on one competition very often. Yeah, it is um, very rare that we see him by himself. And CM Punk gets the win, and he signals that he has his eyes on a championship. He didn't say which. We would assume the AEW championship, but that is already, there's somebody else's eyes who are on that title. So I I don't know where Punk just kept motioning championship, like the championship uh, belt around his waist, but it's going to be interesting to see how and when that is all going to take place. Because, I mean, right now Adam Cole is continuing his, his run towards Hangman Page and taking that AEW world championship. It is crazy with Adam Cole. We can jump right into him because he had a match against Jay Lethal this week and he wins this match and then he calls out Hangman and he's like, when he comes out, he's like, come stand man to man, but it, it's a, it would be man to three man yes. because it was Adam Cole and Red Dragon. And then when Hangman comes out, he takes his belt off his pants, not the championship belt, his actual belt off his pants 
hits Adam Cole with it, and then Adam Cole and Red Dragon just attack him, and then eventually Adam Cole leaves by stealing Hangman's title. Yeah, so Adam Cole steals the belt as if that's how it works. Right, he just stole the title like and walked the away. Now. He takes the belt, and then on Rampage, he ends up stealing the tag team belts. That made me laugh so hard when that happened, too, because I'm just sitting here like, this man has just walked out with every belt that he wants, and he's not winning these belts. Like, Red Dragon had a match against two of the Dark Order, and they win this match, and then they keep attacking them. Jungle Boy comes down, he chases them away, and Adam Cole just pops up out of nowhere like, oh, I want the tag team titles too, takes them and walks off. Like, he stole three championship belts this week and just left with them. And, like, they just want to have your undisputed or whatever you want to call them, their... They want the, that just to be dripping in gold again. They want yes. to have all of the championships. I'm down for it. It just of that faction just works on every level. Uh, and then, I mean, I don't, I just, I don't know. I feel like they're really into this hangman run, and I don't see them letting go of it. But at the same time, if you are going to position CM Punk as a championship contender, yeah, he'd be much better off going against Adam Cole. I agree with that. I mean, Adam Cole is a fantastic heel. He can work on the mic as well. And, like, not that, not to say that Hangman can't, but you have that babyface heel dynamic that you're not going to get with Punk and Hangman unless we can unleash a heel CM Punk. Right, and I'm okay with that, too. You yeah. know we love options a, C- a heel CM Punk. We've said it before. AEW has so many options at the top of that card. Yes. And it's something that they have no shortage of. Something that, a- that something that WWE really struggles with. Yeah, I agree with that. Is guys that you can put at the top of the card. AEW has no lack of guys. Like it's almost like they have too many, to the point that we just have John Moxley and Brian Danielson teaming up together. Well, we were talking instead about of going this after gold while we were watching uh, Rampage this week too. Like. We talk about this a lot, how they have so many people that could go for gold, and then there's so many people that were sitting there like, where the hell is Miro? Like, where are some people that could be going for gold right now? We don't know where Miro is. Keith Lee isn't going for the gold right now. It's funny how many guys they have at the top, and they could go so many different angles with it, whereas WWE doesn't have that option. They're they're not building that many people up, and... I mean, maybe they will after Mania, but obviously right now with Mania, they're not. They're having champion versus champion. Yeah, they're out here just unifying between two guys while AEW... Or winner takes all. They still haven't actually decided which one it is uh, yet. Yeah, it's it's been both. Yes, they just keep going back on the graphics with both one or the other. And yeah, I I don't know. That's that's a different problem that we'll get to. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, AEW, you have CM Punk signaling that he wants the championship. Adam Cole literally stealing the championship. And then you have guys like MJF, who are get, is getting into his own feud, which we were wondering where this would go. And MJF's going full-blown into Wardlow. It's insane. I liked this promo because we've said this before. MJF knows how to talk on that mic. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. And he came out here and he talked to both Wardlow and CM Punk. And, like, both of them, it started out kind of slow. And then he was started calling Wardlow Piggy. Then... It took, I don't know, maybe like a minute or two of him just like shit-talking Wardlow before Wardlow came out. And then it took about 10 security guards to hold Wardlow off. Yeah, I mean, MJF talks about how, like, his thing with CM Punk, I guess, is ba- it's done. It's done. Like, but, like, I for think now, but he did say that, like, you know, it won't be over until he gets to piss on CM Punk's grave. Right. They're still going to, like, shit-talk each other. But, of like, they, they're putting a pin in that. 
Yeah, and we're moving on to... Which I like. Yes, MJF and Wardlow. Sean Spears is out here with MJF. Wardlow comes out, and MJF basically says that you're still an employee of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pay you to stay home. I loved that. AEW takes Wardlow off their roster online. Even better. And they're just... I mean, it, it would be fantastic if we can get... Wardlow off TV for two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Let us forget. Let us want to see him back. Have MJF shit talk him every week. Or just not even mention him Not at even all mention him. And just start a reign of terror. I think he shouldn't even mention him because he, like you said, he, he was saying how, you know, I pay you. And he said, you don't get it. You don't work for AW. You work for MJF. Don't worry. I'm going to keep paying you. I'm going to pay you to stay home until everyone forgets you existed. He should not talk about Wardlow from here on out. We shouldn't see Wardlow. Wardlow should not be on TV for the next few weeks, and we should not hear about him either. They should try to make us forget about him. We're not going to. Every week on this podcast, we're going to go, where's Wardlow? But you know, it, that's how... That's fun. Where's, yes. Where's Wardlow? Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Not next week, though, because that'll be all WrestleMania talk. But the week after that, we'll be like, hey, what the hell? Where's Wardlow at? You know? Hopefully. But at the same time, like, I feel like MJF is the kind of guy that will, he'll have those subtle shots. Like, even if, like, even if we're not seeing Wardlow, I don't MJF even think he would say Wardlow at this point. I think he would solely call him Piggy, too. Piggy, maybe. Yeah. So, like, we don't even hear Wardlow's name. Now we hear just this nickname that he's calling him. Like, that's where we're nickname. at with, like, this reset. Yes. Everything in AEW, it, it was kind of like a slow week, but at the same time, it's just laying the foundation for everything. Yeah, they know what they're doing over there. Yeah, and, like, they, like we talked about, like, Mox and Danielson, they're not at the top of the card right now, but they are one of the more intriguing things that's going on. Absolutely love because it. Because they come out, and it's just, it's all Moxley this, this week. Mm-hmm. It's Moxley, Danielson, and, and Regal still in the ring, but it's all Moxley talking. He brings up how Brian Danielson's the perfect wrestler, how much he loves William Regal, and they adopt the new name of the Blackpool Compact Club and saying that, you know, we're going to, you know, we'll accept somebody else in, but, like, you're going to have to fucking earn it. Yeah, and as they should. These are two hard-hitting guys who worked hard to get where they're at. They're not just going to accept anybody. They want the best of the best to join them. And I love Moxley. I, I mean, I will say that until I'm blue in the face. And... The way he just, like, spoke of Regal, too, where he was just like, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks of me except for that man right there. Like, I care what Regal thinks of me. I want this to be successful. In order for us to get successful, you need to have another successful person come in. It. I don't know. I love where this is going. I love seeing Mox and, and Danielson wrestle together and on the same page. They had a quick match against the Varsity Blondes, but it was so good. It was, yeah, it was just a beatdown. Yes. It was like, at never at any point did you think the Varsity Blondes no, were even no. close to winning. Julia Hart is on the outside, still yes. just selling the mist from Al- from Malachi Black a few, like, a while ago, it seems mm-hmm. like, actually, like a couple months ago. But she's still, you know, she's a little standoffish. She's Yo, still wearing the, way, the eye patch. The way Regal just, like, walked by her like she didn't even exist honestly made me, like, giggle a little bit. But I'm like, she's, like, she's, she's still an outlier. playing that. Yeah, yeah, she's still an outlier in that whole House of Black uh, movement, but like I do wonder because they did have Wheeler Yuta uh, in the back with Tony Schiavone talking to like the best friends that like he didn't come here to be a best friend, he came here to be a, the best wrestler. Mm-hmm. And like, is he the guy that they're still talking about? Because William Regal, that's the only guy that's tried right to step up to this Blackpool Combat Club, which is going to be it's kind of a mouthful. Yeah, but. I don't. I don't know. I don't. See, I don't see it. Like I just keep trying to think of people that have relationships with Regal. 
that people would remember. And I keep coming back to Samoa Joe. I would die. I forgot Samoa Joe even existed. Like, I feel like that would be... What about Cesaro? Cesaro, yes, Cesaro had a feud in NXT years and years ago, like very early iteration of like FCW NXT. But yeah, like that's another guy that like, do we want to bring in a new per like a newer name and like like, into this club, or are we just going to collect all the best wrestlers? I feel like they're going to collect the the best wrestlers by debuting the best wrestlers. Like my Regal and Cesaro both would be perfect guys because they have relationships with Regal. Cesaro because because of his relationship with Regal, because of his relationship with Danielson. I mean, everybody has a good relationship with him, but because of his relationship with Moxley, yeah, quoted many times, many times in the Moxley book. Claudio's bad jokes. Oh, they're so good. They're such dad jokes. They're so fantastic. I love me a good dad joke. So punny. But like, I don't know, man. I just think Cesaro is the one that can go in that. Another tag team that's just out here doing what they do best is the Hardys. Uh, They're tagging up with or teaming up with Sting and Darby Allin. And they're going against Private Party, The Butcher, and The Blade. And this match went absolutely everywhere. I don't think it, I mean, it was in the ring for maybe four seconds out of the entire match. Yeah, this match was wild. You had Jeff jumping off of high things. That's just, that's Jeff. Like, he literally climbed the ladder and then jumped off of a ledge on the wall. Yeah. And Darby's just, like, looking in a mirror, basically. Like, oh, I do this. Yeah, Darby's like, this "This is my idol. Yeah. This is where I got this from. Uh, Yeah, there was another Matt Hardy takes the bump off the stage with Private Party. Like, please stop hurting Matt Hardy. He has a a whole family he has to take care of and be there for. Like, I, I don't know. This match was just intense. I thought it was a great match. They were, they were getting, chaos. like, heat it on it. But, chaos. like, I do love that. Like, I yeah. love chaotic shit. Uh, the Hardy, Sting, and Darby win, of course. I don't know why. I don't know if anybody else would have thought that the other team would have won here. But no. it was. I thought it was a great match. It yeah. was a lot of fun. It was all over the place. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, you Darby know, takes on Andrade next week. So, apparently, yes. we are going to keep doing this. Um, I hope, like... We just add the stipulation of like if Darby loses, Andrade owns him now or something. You know, yeah, something or silly. if un- if Andrade loses, then like that's done. Yeah, I mean like, it, is like, it is like it's just a random dynamite. I feel like that yeah. feud has just been it never really got anywhere, right? And it's just been like petering out. So like that could just be the end of that. Um, and I mean, Sammy and Ty Conti with possibly the most talked about segment this week. Yeah, and not for the best reasons. No, it wasn't a good from thing. what we could see because. They're out here with Tony Schiavone, who interviewed everyone he could oh my find. God, this so week. many interviews this week, and he's in there with Sh- with uh, Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara, and like I don't even know why Schiavone comes out because like he- they just completely ignore him the rest of the way. Yeah, and it's just Sammy talking about you know he's crazy and he puts on these awesome matches. Fine, Ty Conti talks about how she's going to beat up Paige Van Zant, calls her a bitch, cool, and then Dan Lambert comes out. He's got Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, and. Like, Ty and Sammy said that they wanted to fight anyone of the two of, like, that group. They didn't, they weren't in ring attire. Yeah, they're not even dressed to wrestle. And then Lambert comes out with Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, and he's just like, do you guys want to fight these two? And then they just walk away. And, like, the whole point of this, I guess, was that Ty Connie is calling out Page, and I guess Sammy wants the TNT title back. I don't know, man. I just need them to turn heel because they can't keep pretending that Sammy is a face. Well, it's, it's very confusing because, like, Dar- like uh, I'm sorry, uh, not Darby, Dan Lambert talks about how, like, he, I mean, he has that TNT title and, like, Sammy's never going to have it and Sammy and Ty just t- say, like, you know. Uh, We're you, in if, your head. Yeah, like, if you 
like if if you only knew what we did with that title. Yeah, now we're in your mouth because he was like kissing his title. It was Which so is, gross. Like yeah, like it's just there's so much of like this the, is a family like, show. Actually, oh, I don't think we, AEW like, is, but we still. <laughs> get it. You guys have sex. Yeah, and like we get it. Cool. Like you're together. I don't know. Like, like let's not forget that. Back in August, Sammy proposed to somebody who is not Ty Conti. Yes, not this girl. That was, like, not even, like, eight months ago. That was not that long ago. Sammy Guevara is a fucking heel that we're apparently supposed to cheer, I guess. Listen, we all know I like Sammy. You do not like Sammy. But you do like Ty Conti. I do. So, like, I thought you'd be more on board for this. But you've said it plenty of times. Like, you would probably be on board with Sammy if he was a heel. And they cannot... They have to be a heel. That's the only way this couple is going to work on TV. Well, here's part of the issue with that is that Sammy, I feel like, would kind of have to alter his style a bit. Yeah. Because if he's doing these crazy moves, the fans are going to cheer for you. Yeah. Just, I mean, plain and simple. But I I just, Sammy talked about, like, how he's always going to do crazy shit and it's going to, you know, um, it's going to pile up on him, like, the injuries that he's going to obtain from these. Well, he's not wrong. He's fine with it. No, he's not wrong. And apparently he's okay with it. But, yeah, there's just something missing here. It does feel a lot like this was supposed to be Cody and Brandy. Yeah. And it just, they left. Yeah. But, and then we just kind of shoehorned in Sammy and Ty. But there's such edge and lead of potential. Yeah, but they with have Sammy to be and Ty, But, like, there's, they've got to, and, like, they don't even have to do anything crazy to make themselves known as, like, the heels. But I just, I don't know how we make Dan Lambert a baby face. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be very tough to do it. Um, I mean, props to Tony Khan if you can pull it off, but, like, you have ready-made heel couple here. Yes. Like, lean into it. I don't know if we're going to – if people are going to cheer Paige Van Zant and whoever she teams up with, but, like, it, it, it can't be that hard. Especially if, if Dan Lambert can just land these insults, people will cheer eventually, like, yes. enough for him. Um, but, like, yeah, the, the Sammy and Ty thing, I'm not into it yet. There's potential there, but they've got to they've gotta switch something up. It's a shame because it's making me, like, angry towards Sammy. And, like, I love Sammy, so it's making me, like, annoyed watching them. You know what else I was annoyed about this week on Dynamite? When Thunder Rosa is supposed to come out as the new champ, and she's, like, supposed to have this whole thing, like, I'm the new champ and everything, and then she gets interrupted by Vicky and Nyla Rose. This was an awful segment. <laughs> I think this just made, like, this is the first segment that we have our new champ coming out, and it made her look weak. Yeah, it was front of her uh, hometown crowd, which, like, Vicky just goes straight green card status Yo! against Thunder Rosa's. Like, you're not even a real Texan. And, like, but, like Thunder Rosa tries to, like, she gets handed a mic and she's about to talk and it, Vicky just interrupts her. And then Nyla Rose comes out and beats her up. I don't know what this did for Thunder Rosa. That's the thing. I love Vicky. I the think crowd it's was hilarious. Super behind her. I think Vicky Guerrero is just absolutely hilarious. Her voice is the most annoying thing in the world. It works so well. Her laugh is like it haunts my dreams. Like I absolutely love her. And I was so annoyed by this because like what did this do for Thunder Rosa? We finally I don't even think it really did anything for Nyla Rose. No. We finally got Thunder Rosa to be the champion that we've wanted her to be for weeks and then this happens and it didn't do anything for either people so i was really annoyed with that and then to either people well did it none of these people <laughs> had anything good no people did good uh john silver and alex reynolds had a match with chris jericho and daniel garcia which daniel garcia wins uh for him and jericho and the jericho appreciation society just keeps chugging along yeah and that was pretty that was dynamite and then we open up rampage with dustin rhodes and lance archer dustin rhodes had an awesome promo on dynamite yes, about did. how he was going to beat lance archer and he does 
Yeah. Uh, with, that was with wild. a bit of chicanery. Just that, you know, there was an exposed turnbuckle. Either way, the record books show Dustin Rhodes gets the win, and then Lance Archer beats the dog shit out of him and all of his friends, yeah. leaves Dustin laying in a pool of his own blood. I've been a Lance Archer fan. I think that he's so awesome. I hate to see him take this loss. It wasn't like a bad loss because it wasn't necessarily clean. Yeah. But like, God, that like the Murder Hawk monster is a dope name. He's got an awesome look. He's got a cool move set. He's scary. I just I don't see what you don't like. What's missing? Why isn't I get that he just had like that um, the championship match with Hangman Page, but I feel like this guy should be on like Dynamite or Rampage every single week killing someone. Yeah, like he well he literally came out th- this week on Rampage carrying a wrestler. Like, hey, yeah. I just murdered this guy. I'm carrying him out now to show you. And then Dustin Rhodes comes out, and then he got the win somehow. Like, like that WWE was... has a shortage of monsters, and I yes. feel like he would be such a good addition if Vince McMahon could sign him away from AEW. Like, that's a guy that you just you push to the top of the card, and, like, he's a believable monster. Right. he's actually huge. And he does have a very short history in WWE, so you can just call him Archer. He was Vance Archer there. He can even keep the name. Yeah, for real. It's very easy to do that, especially since he had the WWE pass. Um, you know what other monsters, though, AEW has is the House of Black? Like, those three men. So cool. th- it's so cool. Fuego's out here talking in the ring, and then the lights go out, and just one by one, the lights come on, and each member of the House of Black just appears in the ring behind him. And this is just like... I love it. This I love cool, everything They're about so cool. them. I love everything about them. I love each of these wrestlers. Fucking props to Buddy Matthews. That dude is jacked. Beef, beefed like, up. I don't know what... When he left the WWE, he has not left the gym. No. He has been stocking up yes. on just carbohydrates and proteins. This guy is so beefy now. It's crazy. And like they call him the juggernaut. It's just a oh, dope and I nickname. Love that. You have Brody King. You have Aleister Black. Or Malachi Black. I will Love never him. not. I know. But, yeah, man, it, this is just cool. They destroy Fuego, which everyone saw coming. And then the Dark Order come out. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm in, okay? I, I'm, I'm sold on this being a cool, like, we're the Dark Order. We do have a big group, and then we have the House of Black. Yes. Like, there is, like, a we're like, the like Dark Order's not evil, but, like, I do like the, like, Dark Order versus yeah, House of Black just like, has, like, a cool dynamic to it. They both have, like, a, like a darkness evil. to them. Yes. Yeah, like, we're good evil, we're bad evil. Mm-hmm. And especially evil Uno is just hilarious to me. Yes. God, I just, this could be, like, if we could get Hangman involved with the Dark Order on this, push Malachi Black to the moon. For real. House of Black is so cool. And, like, again, AEW has no shortage of guys that they could push to the top at any given time. And we do have that little Julia Hart outlier. You mm-hmm. can add people to the House of Black. I just feel like that's something that you can capture lightning in a bottle with that group of people. I feel like that is something that the WWE really dropped with Alistair. Holy shit, yeah. Because, like, we've said this before. Like, that they... was that was Vince yes. and the people in charge of, like, those releases. Because Paul Heyman was a huge fan yes. of Alistair Black and wanted to push him. And, just, and you could it just, tell. They just lost control of it. Because right before they released him is when they did all those awesome backstage promos. Mm-hmm. They had all those Which crazy dark vibes. Which led to just the vibes. perfect yes. transition. They transitioned him into the House of Black. They made this character for AEW, basically. And, like, yep. look at it. It's fantastic it's over with the crowd it's absolutely captivating everything about it i'm so here for um you know we're also here for hook 
We are. How could we not? We are indeed hookers. We love him. He came the hair out on the man. I know it's abs on the man, the child. He's like a little yeah. boy. It's like weird how young he is and how just awesome he is. QT Marshall has a certificate of accomplishment that is going to hook. He announces it. Very funny. Hook comes out, smashed it, left, gets stopped by Danhausen, who's like trying to curse Which him. Which I didn't get. It didn't make any sense, but Dan no. Housen's just, like, always here cursing everybody. I know, then, but this one didn't... It was weird because they tried to make it seem like, oh, my God, he wasn't affected by the curse, but, like, okay. Yeah, like, like nobody we, really We is. didn't need to do that. But my thing is... And I love Dan Housen. I'm happy to see him, but, like, I thought that was just weird yeah. to add here. Because he just, like, wasn't phased and just... Wa- Hook wasn't. Just phased and walked away. But, like, I love that Hook doesn't say a word, but have we ever heard him say a word? Not... I don't believe so. Like, has Hook ever spoken? He doesn't need to. No, that's what that I'm aura. saying. I would I love, for, just love for Taz that he to doesn't. speak for him because Taz yeah. can fucking talk, and yeah. that's a guy that like just let just let Taz hype up his son. Yes, and like, you know it'd be cool because it's his son or backstage. Yeah, like this is my actual offspring. Yes, and Taz will ride or die for that kid. And yeah, there's just there's this, this aura about him. Put him in a feud with somebody, even less like. Even if he wants to turn against, like, Ricky Starks. Right. Like, Taz could so easily just be sick of Ricky mm-hmm. and just be like, you know what? Sick Hook. <laughs> yeah, like, Hobbs, Hook, like, put those two together, take yeah. out Starks. And, like, I mean, Starks had a match with Swerve and Ricky Starks wins, which was interesting. I was honestly surprised about that it because I thought... It was for the FCW championship. I, I didn't even realize it was for the championship. I thought Swerve was going to win this match just because it's, you know, I mean, it's Swerve's house and he's still. here. Yes. Yeah. But the cool thing about this was after the match, Keith Lee comes out and just attacks everybody in Starks' entourage. And then it eventually turns into Swerve and Starks fighting in one corner and Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs in the other corner. And nobody can get Hobbs and Keith Lee separated. And that, for some reason, was just, like, making me laugh. Like, I was like, these two huge men are just attacking each other. And one, nobody wants to get in between them. And then two, they couldn't even if they tried. Well, it was all just AEW referees who are incompetent yes. anyway. So yeah. Like, and they're just like, actually, guys, stop. Yeah, nobody, guys, stop. Nobody <laughs> like, in AEW. On shoulder. Yeah, like, uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, can we Excuse separate? Me? And, like, Excuse poor me, Aubrey sir. Edwards is out there, too trying to do something i don't know <laughs> like what is like it was it was a weirdly flat ending yes. to rampage the crowd didn't seem all that into it for like what it was they were excited to see keith lee and then like where it, it ended like, oh, it just we're, wasn't we're brawling to end it yeah and like keith lee like looking at him uh, like next to powerhouse hobbs he's so big he's so big that boy is huge and it's another guy that like i just don't get what you don't see like if you're wwe like what do you so many men. What's missing? Yeah. Nothing is missing with Keith Lee. No. There is nothing missing with that man. He is, he's got it all, and it's it's ridiculous that they let him go. Absolutely well, There's absurd. also nothing missing from Kevin Owens, a guy that just recently re-signed. I mean, just straight up chose to stay in WWE. Kevin Owens opens up Raw. In the best way possible. With We get Stone Cold's music, and everyone goes apeshit. At, well, yeah, because it's like, oh my god, an unannounced, unannounced, unadvertised. Yeah, we were like, what the hell? That music hit, and I'm screaming. I'm like, oh my god, Stone Cold's here! And then out comes Kevin Owens in the best Stone Cold cosplay I've ever seen in my life. He's got the knee braces. He's got the worst bald cap you've ever seen. He's oh, got the so jorts, good. And he's doing like a Stone Cold impression along with the cosplay. And then he just he calls the crowd idiots, which I mean, just getting. Just even more heat. And then 
the glass shatters and it's Stone Cold's music again. And it's so good because Kevin Owens drops the mic and he turns around and he's ready to fight. And then he just starts laughing because because he did that. Got too. him again. The crowd twice. again loses their Got minds. Got us twice. So much heat. This was a cool segment. I did like it, especially for where we're at in the WrestleMania build. It's not the go-home show. I don't know if we get a Stone Cold appearance on Raw. It will. still isn't advertised, so I'm going to no. say no. I don't think we, we just will. save it for Mania, yeah, and which this is probably was, better. This was the perfect way for uh, Owens to get booed going into Mania. We had plenty of We Want Stone Cold chants. We are not going to get Stone Cold before Mania. I don't think so. No, I, I don't think I don't think it's a good idea to even do that. You just you save it all yes. for Mania. It is night one. It is Saturday. I would assume the main event of it. Uh, I mean, there's one other option that you have, but we both don't like that option. We'll talk about that option later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Owens, he stuns the cameraman. He drops the beers that were thrown to him, so we get a little bit of comedy out of it. But Kevin Owens is carrying a feud in 2022 that is going to WrestleMania, and he is going to be face-to-face with Stone Cold Steve Austin. What a weird sentence to say. It's so crazy that he's literally carrying this feud by himself, yeah. and it's against it's so cold it's one of the best yeah. and it's crazy and it's so good and so good and yet seth rollins seth rollins still has no match for wrestlemania this week he wants to take aj Styles' spot yeah but that wasn't even the first thing Edge. he did because he was just like interrupting everybody there were random matches i want to say it was um when the, the mysterios came out during that match, then Seth is out there just, like, interrupting, and they're cutting his mic, and, and they're just, like, he goes backstage, and Sonya and Adam are like, bro, you, you can't disrupt this show like that. And he's just like, no, no, I, I want a match. And Adam was like, we'll see what we can do. And he just, like, laughs and walks away. And then it eventually gets to him being like, hey, AJ, I don't think that you are physically or emotionally okay with taking this match against Edge at WrestleMania. Good and guy. you should go home and be with your wife and kids and until after Mania. And I, I'll take your spot. I'll go against Edge. Which, like, imagine how asinine this is that Adam Pierce and Sony Deville both were like, you know what? Okay. Yes! You'll you'll have a match later tonight. Seth Rollins again main events Raw. This time he's going to take on AJ Styles. If he wins, he gets to face Edge yes. at WrestleMania, which... I loved this match, and I loved the finish to this match because Seth Rollins ends up getting disqualified. Yes. Because Edge interferes, mm-hmm. takes out AJ Styles. This Edge didn't want to face Seth Rollins. No, he wants AJ Styles. Edge wants AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Edge is done with Seth Rollins. Right. We already did this. And Seth is furious. He ends the show cursing. This is bullshit. A hundred times. And Seth Rollins has no match at WrestleMania. We are one week away. Yeah, well, I absolutely loved this because at the end of this, he is, not only is he just yelling, this is bullshit a bunch of times, he's pissed. So he's like, next week's Monday Night Raw will not happen unless I get what I deserve, my WrestleMania moment. He's destroying everything. The announce tables, the ring, the barricades. There were things that he was ripping apart that I didn't even know came apart. Like yeah. when he yeah. ripped, when he was like ripping yeah. the ring off, we were like, "Why don't people use that as a weapon?" Yeah, like, he often? took like, like the light board off of the yes. ring post. I was like, "This is a dope weapon. We've like, never why, seen this before." Why? With like absolutely, Seth Rollins is just one of the best. He is just one of the yeah, best. He's hit a very good stride, and like the fact that he has 
<laughs> he has no match at WrestleMania, but he has been feuding with himself, basically. Yes. And trying to get this match. This is one of the most unique. And I don't think people are appreciating this fact that, like, there's been a lot of talk online that this is going, this is a bad build to WrestleMania, which, whatever. It, I feel like we've had bad builds to WrestleMania for years. The show itself is usually pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's fucking WrestleMania. And we have a lot of really cool matches on this card. We do have, uh, you know, a decent amount of celebrity matches, which some people are against, whatever. But I'm we, only against one of them. We need to appreciate the fact that Seth Rollins, yes, he doesn't have a match, but he has a feud. Yes. That he is, it's just him. He is trying to figure out, do you remember a few years ago, John Cena challenged The Undertaker? Yeah, I literally think about this all the time because somebody said that Cody Rhodes is going to just pop up at Mania. Which at and this point, yes. That's what happened with this John Cena and Undertaker it's, thing. I can't get it out of my mind that John Cena years ago challenged The Undertaker, uh-huh. not to a match necessarily, mm-hmm. but like he's going to be at WrestleMania. John Bought Cena sat ticket. in the crowd. Yes, he was eating popcorn. Undertaker never responded, mm-hmm. and then the lights go out. John Cena runs to the back, gets dressed, gets his ass kicked. Yes. And that was the entire build to WrestleMania was John Cena not having a match. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. They're with redoing this. this with Seth Rollins, but we all know it's Cody. Yes, and it's working though. It's And it good is for working. Cody. The fact that they're building it like this. Yes, he that we're have to all, do shit. He doesn't have to do anything. We're all excited about it. Mm-hmm. We're all wondering still how it's all going to play out. At this point, my prediction is that Seth Rollins, he he tweeted um, that like uh, there's a screenshot of a conversation that it just says Vince, yes. right? <laughs> like that Vince is going to have a meeting with Seth Rollins mm-hmm. one-on-one. I, perp- I assume about you can't say bullshit that many times on television, right? Right. But – it's going to be, you know, what are we going to do with WrestleMania? And I feel like on Raw, Seth just is going to announce that I'm going to have an open challenge. Yes, I think that's exactly what's going to happen because they don't want Seth to keep interrupting matches. It was the Mysterios versus Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode where where Seth was coming out in the middle of the match saying he wants a match at Mania and they cut his mic off. What do they want him to do? That all at Raw this coming week too? Like, like, he kept doing that The all only week way to turn that off would night. be to bring out Cody. Yes. And I feel like at this point... No, just, just open challenge don't. it. Open challenge like, it. It's cool that this is this... We talked about it last week. It's the CM Punk thing. You're hyping a match that isn't announced, but we all know is yes. happening is very cool because you still have the element of surprise of like it could be someone else yeah but we know it's not no we know it's gonna be cody wwe is leaning into it they've Uh been making allusions to it for weeks nightmare dashing all like saying all the cody things and i just i'm still just praying deep down inside that he keeps his theme song and he comes out to kingdom the crowd goes nuts and we just get like that stare down that wrestlemania moment yes and, like, how cool is it for Cody Rhodes that – and people are shitting on Cody for, like, going back. Like, AEW doesn't have WrestleMania. No. You'd go back, too. Cody has never had his real WrestleMania moment. If this was anybody else – and it's always the people that are shit-talking it. If this was anybody else, if you were in his shoes, you would be doing the exact same thing. Like, why not? That man – He's is getting the, paid? Is getting paid. Yeah. He's and he's going to be put a lot of money in a very and, big match yes, at WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania, yeah. and this is the wrestling world. There are plenty of people on AEW that have referenced WrestleMania a whole bunch. Like everybody over there knows, everybody at Impact knows. You don't have this moment no. in or this this. There's only one place you can yes. be, 
and still be at WrestleMania. Yes. And Cody is going to get the moment that, like, he went away and built a company so he could have a moment like that. And there's yes. just, you're not going to get that anywhere else. And AEW didn't lose a ton. No. In losing Cody Rhodes. But Cody gains a ton. Yes. By getting positioned even better than he was before when he was frustrated and left. He's now back. And mm-hmm. in a match that's not even announced that people are hyped about. It's going to be so good. Uh, we also had Austin Theory versus Finn Balor this week. And Again. Pat McAfee is a special guest commentator. Loved that Pat McAfee was here. I loved that the Raw announcers were like, oh, I'm glad he could dress up because, like, he, you know, it was just and Pat McAfee. And we have a new gif, a new meme of, like, oh. the suck it thing that uh, Matt, pa- uh, Pat- <laughs> Matt McAfee. Yep. <laughs> Pat McAfee did. And... Yeah. So good. It was, uh, of course, Finn God. Balor wins. I mean, it's not so maybe good. not, of course, but Finn Balor wins this match. I love Finn Balor. I'm happy about no this. No Damien Priest was weird. Yeah, that was odd. Uh, McAfee went absolutely insane because he has that match, that celebrity match against Austin Theory at Mania. So, of course, McAfee is happy that Finn Balor wins this match. And then somebody else who's getting a match rumored to be getting a match at WrestleMania is Omos. And yeah, like, like, we wouldn't normally even talk about Omos right. right now, but there is rumors running that Omos has a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. And allegedly, it's going to be against Bobby Lashley, who is a- allegedly cleared to compete. So, like, I would assume if we're going to do that, we would have to set that up tomorrow. Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be a weird thing to just have, like... Why would Omos be in the ring at WrestleMania for, like, a surprise Bobby Lashley performance? Yeah, we have to set that up the week before. Like, I feel like you just do it tomorrow, set it up somehow, and Bobby Lashley would get a really cool win at WrestleMania against Omos. Just pick up the big man, because I know Bobby Lashley can. Yes. And, yeah, if he is cleared to compete, it would be cool, but I just feel like that this is the end of Omos. I think we're just... I think they're giving up. Yeah, because you got to think about it. Whoever is going to end up being the person, if he does get a match, it's either going to be Bobby Lashley if he's cleared. If it's not Bobby Lashley, maybe it'll be Gable Stevenson. Stevenson? How do I say it? Stevenson, yeah. Stevenson? If it is, it's him, he's going to get a big push. Which would be cool. And then what else, who else could it be? Fucking Veer? Yo. But we actually... Don't, honestly, don't tempt me with a good time because Veer is coming. We actually got a date for Veer. He is supposed to be here on April 4th. It is the Raw After Mania. It's, it's Veer After Mania. It's, Veer will be here. Get used to it. It's oh, it rhymes because be, it's true. I just, oh, could you imagine if it is Veer? I feel like he'd actually get a pop He would probably, point. I think he would get a pop. Everybody would just be hyped that he's finally here. Oh, it's been since October. Yeah, like, I'm, uh You've gotten my hopes up now. I honestly <laughs> wanted to be Veer. But yeah, like whoever faces Omos, we're going to get an Andre the Giant moment. Somebody's yes. going to show up and slam Omos. We're all going to be like, oh my God. And then we're going to move on to Raw. Yeah. And it, it would be awesome if Bobby Lashley is back as quickly as just, you know, missing a few months. Right. Because it wasn't uh, like the Saudi show. They were saying that he was kicked out of the chamber because of a concussion, a concussion but it wasn't it was a shoulder injury yeah. so like it would be cool if he was recovered this quickly and able to come back uh we did have a bunch of like women's tag team stuff that happened on raw uh becky lynch also came out saying you know she is just here to get back at bianca and bianca's not here because she got injured rk bro wins again and then like we said veer is coming yeah we had uh the Miz steals Rey Mysterio's mask. Oh, I forgot for about Paul. that. Like a nice little wrinkle. It he was did fine. tell Logan to wear it at the next Raw, so we will see if he does. It would be it'd interesting. Be so be a, disrespectful. That'd be pretty decent heat. 
I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah, I feel that's like you have the to do it only, at this point. That's the only celebrity match that I'm not excited about because I'm like, okay, it's Logan Paul. But you're right, that would be decent heat. We we need that going into Mania. Or you could have, like, maybe it's, like, uh, Dominic is in the mask, but he's pretending like he's Logan Paul and he fools Miz because Miz is an idiot. And we all just be like, oh, my God, it's Logan Paul, but it's actually Dominic. Just keep that in the, in the back of your mind. That uh, would be funny. For SmackDown, Brock Lesnar opens the show. This and man. And he is talking to Kayla, who looks <laughs> absolutely terrified. Well, wouldn't you be? Uh, well, maybe not, but I would be. Gonna, yeah, he's going to wait in Roman Reigns' locker room for Roman Reigns. This is honestly Brock hilarious goes in, to me. giant locker room, and just throughout the night, he's eating grapes, he's talking to Kayla, he's just having a blast. It's, he literally goes in and just makes himself at home. Like, he sat down on the couch and just puts his feet up on the coffee table, smashes the coffee table beneath his feet. I just love that Roman Reigns had a giant locker room, and he was only here for five minutes. He didn't even go into the locker room. He was two hours late to the show. <laughs> to a two-hour-long show. Yeah. Yeah, and never even went into the locker room. So, like, why is he even assigned one? Yeah, it was so funny because he was like, I don't need to go back there. And and then, like, when Roman finally got there, because there was a few backstage segments of Roman and Paul, like, traveling to the arena. But once Roman was there, he's like, we'll be fine. Brock Lesnar won't be. And then it got cut off because, like, once Roman was in the ring, Brock Lesnar is now backstage destroying another SUV. And... Roman Reigns is just like I've plenty of SUVs. Like it long hair, don't funny. care. Like yeah. he just did not care at all and then, like, about Brock what was keeps happening. Hitting it as if like like he just said he doesn't care. Why are you still hitting? It? Yeah, but like this is going to be a good match. But it's one that we've seen so many we've times. Seen it so many times. So like I don't I don't care about it because we've seen it so many times. But like we have it's going to be week. a hard hitting match. It's going to like. Or are they sinking? Like, are they unifying the titles? Or is it winner takes all? Like, what are we doing here? It seems like it's winner take all because you have to keep a title on each. Yes. Show, I feel like, um, like especially just from like a USA and Fox perspective, like each channel, I feel like is going to yes. want uh, a champion on their show, and then I feel like Roman just will just go back and forth between the two for yes. a little bit. So here's my thing. And then I mean, get Bobby Lashley the title. Ace no, Cody Rhodes comes out mm. at he WrestleMania. Takes the raw belt. He attacks. Seth Rollins, or him and Seth Rollins fight. He wins that fight. Roman wins between Brock and Roman. And then on Raw, Roman comes out saying, hey, look at me. I'm now the Raw champion and also the SmackDown champion. And then it all falls into place with Cody Rhodes being like, you can't beat me. You've beat yeah. everybody in this company because Roman has beat people that on Raw. That is interesting because we've been saying this for a while. Yes. That Cody against Roman would be perfect. Yes. But Roman's on SmackDown and we know mm-hmm. Cody would be on Raw. If Roman is the champion of Raw. Mm-hmm. We can do that. And you can get the belt off him and it doesn't end his long reign no, over on SmackDown. No, he's still the SmackDown t- champion. Yeah. That is interesting. I that think is, that's the way to do yeah. it. I obviously want to see. I almost called him Rhodey. I Can obviously want to see Cody comes Cody? in and just like a month later, he's WWE champion. Yeah, it'd be fucking fire. It's like, hey, like you know, you're only champion because I wasn't here. Yes, I couldn't win the championship over there by my own rule. Yes, like I decided not to win that mm-hmm. belt. I want that belt. Yeah, like I think Roman is just. You know, he comes out, acknowledge me as the Raw champ. But I'm the best Vince, champ. Do you think Vince would let Cody pin Roman? Maybe. That's like the for one title, maybe. Especially like if, especially if it can also be like a little bit of chicanery. So like Cody gets the pinfall, but Brock helps or somebody helps and like knocks out Roman. Like whoever Roman yeah, will face on SmackDown. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Like I just I don't feel like Cody will ever 
would ever pin Roman clean. I don't think a lot of people are going to pin Roman exactly, clean. Exactly, yeah. But you can but get that belt off title, easy. Yes, yes. For one title, it would not be that hard to do or that bad of an idea. And then you just I go right see back it. into Cody versus Seth. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it would be perfect. Um, something cool that happened on SmackDown is the fact that we got Xavier Woods back. We were supposed to have a match between Kofi and Ridge Holland, and then Xavier came out with Kofi, and then it turned into a match between Kofi and Holland. Or, I'm sorry, Woods and Holland. I don't know, dude. I'm and so then, confused by this whole feel. I'm, I know. I'm just sad that Big E is gone and Xavier Woods is now back. I'm I glad know. Woods is back, but like we haven't had full New Day in so long. But I mean, right? Definitely... Because even Big E came back to SmackDown while yeah. Woods was out, and then now Woods is back and Big E is out. And honestly, who knows if he's going to be wrestling again? That's I hope a... he's at WrestleMania. Either way, he can he's come out. Be at he can come out and like he and can walk out shit. with them. I, I don't Are know. They in can, a match? can he fly? Can he travel? I, oh, I don't they're, know. They're definitely going to be in a match. We're going to get Kofi and Woods versus Ridge and Sheamus or Butch Ugh. and Sheamus or some iteration of those, even if it's like pre-show or something. We do have an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that was announced for next I'll SmackDown. I would say that's going to be on SmackDown. There's going to be two matches on SmackDown that are the, the mid-card titles. Well, like right now, well, what's the other? Ricochet is on SmackDown too. That's right. Ricochet's Intercontinental uh-huh. Champion. I totally forgot about that. But like Finn Balor and Damian Priest, nothing's been announced for the U.S. title either. Finn Balor's in the Andre the Giant Battle Battle Royal. Well, that's just stupid. I know. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing with like half of like some of this I, stuff. I kind of like that the Andre the Giant know. Battle Royal is going to be on SmackDown because it's going to take it up a huge nice. chunk of SmackDown, yeah. and that's it's such a big, a big. It's not like a big night right before the night before WrestleMania. It's more like everybody's like the energy is there, but we don't need to build anything up, and we don't need to risk hurting any of the matches either so i do like that that's going to be on that opposed to the pre-show yeah i mean yeah it's it's fine i just i feel like there's just a there's a ladder match missing somewhere i just feel like there's somebody should bring a ladder to wrestlemania that's all i want well of course yeah look at you you always want ladder matches it's like i feel like there's just a tradition of, of wrestlemania having ladder matches there's not one this year it's it's fine uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Jimmy Uso have a nice match. Boogs continues just to press the Usos one by one. It's They'll have crazy. a tag match. Uh, Shinsuke and Boogs will face the Usos. And you know what? At WrestleMania, Shinsuke winning this match. I, we love Shinsuke. We are of course we are very very. I think they're Shinsuke winning fans. the belts. At yeah, WrestleMania. I agree for sure. with that. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but this match, him winning this match, it was a great match, and it made him look great. It's not. And it's not hard. Not the hard guy at just all. has it. Yeah, like he's Ricochet so good. Versus Los Lotharios. Humberto wins, which was weird. Well, that was because Angel, he won by a count I out. know, but uh, the way they build baby faces in WWE is so it's strange. So weird, it makes I them know. all look stupid. Uh, Sasha Banks wins in their uh, Rhea Ripley versus Sasha Banks versus Lena Vega versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, Sasha and Naomi, I feel like, are have to be the title favorites in their That's, match at Mania I was as just well. going to ask you that. Do you think they're going to win with this win that Sasha just got? I do think yeah, the that, momentum's been on yeah, side the momentum is on them. I think that we're going to see Sasha Banks and Naomi as the new women's tag team champions. And then we have Ronda Rousey addressing Charlotte. Ugh. This was just bad again. No, I just they like they've not had a single no. good segment to build this. Ronda like botches the name of the SmackDown Women's Champion. Is mad that it's the Women's Champion. Yeah, she's like, why does it even have to be a woman? I'm the champion. She like, was just mad that she shut botched up. it. It was just you're mad that you botched the name of it. It, it was just Charlotte. At least kind of saved it a little bit because like Charlotte. I'm happy is Charlotte better. wasn't there. Charlotte yes. wasn't there. Charlotte's better at like the talking aspect yes. of this. Ronda is just. 
I don't know. We've Listen, talked about it a million we are times. Not we're not nearly as invested as they want us to be. And then April 2nd and April 3rd, we have Next two Saturday nights. Next Saturday and Sunday. Very excited. Two nights of the most stupendous WrestleMania. We have nothing for Seth Rollins. <laughs> so crazy. And we none for Gretchen Wiener. Stone Cold Steve Austin and the KO show. Who knows what happens there? That has to turn into a match. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's go let's go picks. Let's okay. figure this out. Let's start with how the Stone Cold on the KO show happens. Like, how, I, what goes down here? No, I think you're totally right. Last week when you said that it's going to start as a uh, KO show on Saturday, turn into a match for Sunday. It's going to suck that it's not a main event. Like, how do you either? That's night, why I think it does. Or, it. or I think you did say this last week too. I don't know if it was on the podcast or just in a general conversation. Starts early as the KO show. Yeah. I can then see that. main event Saturday night, kick Charlotte and Ronda out of the main event spotlight, bring them just down. They can be right before Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. Yeah. I do not think Kevin Owens would win that fight. No, no. There's no, no way. Either Stone way. Cold is stunnering the shit out of Kevin Owens, and he is winning that match. It would be an awesome way to open. Yes. To have Stone Cold's class. Open, hit. close. And, but I, I do feel like we're going to just confine it to Saturday. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like this is just an easy yes. segment. Stone Cold comes in, a little bit of back and forth. Kevin Owens maybe gets a hit in or two, and then Stone Cold stutters, drinks beer. Everybody's happy. Yeah, I'll be happy. That's perfect. And then we move on to a match that might be Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin. <sighs> don't care. I don't <laughs> care. Drew McIntyre should win. He needs the momentum. And then we have Austin Theory, Pat McAfee. Austin Theory, Pat McAfee. I want Pat McAfee to win, but I think Austin Theory is going to win. I, I will pick Pat McAfee, though. Yeah, I feel like Austin Theory definitely should win here. Yes, but I want Pat McAfee to win. Huge do, Pat McAfee stands over here. I do want Pat McAfee <laughs> to win. I'm going to pick Austin Theory just so that he doesn't take that loss before what will inevitably be next, which would be that Finn Balor U.S. title match. Yes. So I'll pick Austin Theory there. Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. Okay, so this is a really tough one for me because I'm obsessed with Sami Zayn. I love him so much, but I do think it would be really funny to have Johnny Knoxville win. Yeah, I'm going to go the reverse of what I just said because Sami has nothing else going on. He has nothing going on, and so like, why loss, not have Johnny win? A loss to Johnny Knoxville with the character Sami Zayn's playing, which is pure comedy. He's been fantastic. Yes. Doesn't lose anything by losing to Johnny Knoxville. So good. Especially because now it's nothing. Anything goes. So you'll have Jack asses. Yes. I feel like we get Steve-O. Oh. I feel like we get some kind of other uh, jackass interference. No, Bring Bam out Poopies. Is doing better. <laughs> like, Bam is doing better. No, Bring no, Bam no. out. Poopies is here. Bring him out. Totally recommend watching Jackass forever. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, and Edge and AJ Styles. Uh, I feel like that's a tougher one. It's a very hard one because I don't like Edge's new gimmick. The reason I'm picking AJ Styles is because of Edge's new gimmick. All right, I'll pick Edge. I feel like AJ needs a win just to pick up some momentum here. Edge doesn't need it as bad, especially since he's playing the heel role here. AJ needs to get that momentum back. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. I want the Mysterios to win this. I'm going to go with... The Mysterios as well. I just want... I Listen, I don't even care about this match at all. Like, literally at all. But I want them to have this father-son moment. Yeah, that, or, I, think that's, I think we're getting it. Or they lose, and then they turn on each other. 
would be interesting. Would they, be fun. That would be a nice little wrinkle into this. Is like but that like, is like the last them, straw. Give them this good father son. Yes, slight bit. Give them this good father son moment. We won at WrestleMania. No one's ever done this before. We're you know we're the father and son duo that everybody is going to strive to be. Whatever. And then at like SummerSlam, then build up their their. Ugh, that's too long away. Their breakup, and then at SummerSlam have them go against each other and have that moment there. I can I see know. like a loss here would be great to fracture that relationship. Yeah, but I do think give I think it to it the Mysterios, is beautiful father son moment. And at the same time, like if you're Logan Paul, it, it really shouldn't matter if you lose this match. Yeah, but like does does Lo- is Logan Paul okay with losing and coming in and Ugh, losing? Who cares? It it. I feel like there is something about there's something to that just because of Logan Paul's situation that he's in now. Um, I feel like he might want to just rather win, but at the same time, like he was a wrestling fan, he's a fan of Rey yeah, Mysterio. Like he's I don't a think fan. He, I don't think he would mind just laying down for the Mysterios here. Yeah, have the Miz do it. Uh, yeah, also you that know? the RK Miz is the Bro reason they lost versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy for the Raw Tag Team. Titles. Oh, another beautiful father son moment. I want the RK Bro to win. I have. <laughs> Love the Street Profits these last few yeah. weeks because they've got like an edge to them yeah. that I really enjoy. Oh, you were saying that last week while we were watching that you want them to turn heel. Like not even necessarily heel. I just like lean into this like edginess. Yeah. Like they're not like as happy yeah. as they used to be. Like they're not happy to be here. They're now like determined to be yeah, champions they're, again. And I've, they're I've, putting been in the on work. The, I've been on the Montez Ford train for a while. That yeah. dude has something. So good. He's so good. There's something good. about him that like he could be – a star on his own. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Team RK Bro here anyway. Do you think about the six men that are in this? Yeah. I would love the Alpha Academy to win, to be honest. Think about I it. I love Chad Gable. He's been murdering it. There is one person on this six man group that I have never one time in my life yeah. voted against. He's on this table. He's literally sitting next to me. I have his action figure sitting next to me on this table. I will pick RK Bro to win, and I'll cry if they don't. I'm also going to pick RK Bro. Then we have the Usays versus Shinsuke the and Usays? Boogs. For the, the Usays. Yeah. <laughs> the Usas versus Shinsuke and Boogs for the SmackDown tag team titles. We talked about it earlier. This has Shinsuke and Boogs written all, all over it. it. It has to. Uh, Natasha. Natasha. That's their that's Actually, new, that you know should be their tag team name. <laughs> I might not even change it. Uh, Naomi and Sasha versus Carmella and Zelina versus Liv and Rhea Ugh. versus Natty and Shayna. That's a lot of names. So many women. And which like, is great. I love the fact also, that there's so many women on this card. It shows you how clustered and just thrown together all yes. these teams are that not a single one has an actual name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Naomi, <laughs> I was going to say Natasha again. Naomi and Sasha are my pick here. Because they've just had the momentum. I feel like they do it's have either them, them, them or Liv and Rhea. I was just going to say that. Liv and Rhea are going to be well. the only ones that might be able to. I do not think Carmella and Zelina are leaving this retaining. No, no, I don't think so either. I, I just, I feel like Sasha and Naomi can have a fun little reign. It'd be fine. I just, I don't want Rhea to be a tag team champion. I want her in the main event. Yes. Uh, scene for Raw. Yes. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw uh, Women's Championship. I am so, so sorry, Bex. So sorry. But it, like it's Bianca's time again. Bianca's going to have this moment. Bianca's going to win. Here's the thing. Because she got this moment last year. Yeah. She did. She won the SmackDown Women's Championship against Sasha Banks last year. This is absolutely leaning towards Bianca getting this win again. I'm going to pick Becky Lynch because I would rather 
have Becky versus Rhea right now. Yeah. Put the title on Rhea and then have Rhea and like Bianca face like each other lot. at SummerSlam. Becky can go do something else. Like maybe she fa- like Asuka is still just waiting in the wings. Oh my god. Bailey is around somewhere. Lacey Evans is around somewhere. There's Bailey a lot of women. Bailey has to be coming back the week after. Yeah, she like, there's, has a, to. there's a lot of women around that aren't around. Yes. You know, and so we have that. We have Charlotte and Ronda. I don't care. I'm not even going to pick anything. I'm going to pick Charlotte Flair. Well, of course Charlotte Flair is going to win. She's Charlotte Flair. I don't I don't think it's that. Can we just cross this one off of our card? <laughs> this is like, I'm not, I'm going to watch it, this, obviously. I'm going to take a nap. But I'm just not going to be invested in it. Not even a little bit. I really wish I was, I'm gonna try. too. I'm really going to try. I'm going to try to give this match my best. Um, but I do, I would I rather I hope they give Charlotte, it their best. Yeah, I would. Just, I would just rather Charlotte win because there's just more feud potential. I just. I don't think Ronda can work with a lot of people. I feel like this is just. And Ronda, I didn't like that Ronda made this seem below her yes. on SmackDown. We we didn't talk about that part. That she said, she kind of used the same verbiage that CM Punk did when CM Punk was talking about when he met MJF. Mm-hmm. That like for you it was the best day of your life. For me it was a Wednesday. Ronda Rousey said to Charlotte Flair on SmackDown that WrestleMania is going to be the biggest match of your career. It's going to be just like another day for me. Like, why are, are you, you here? Why are you here? That's not how you, that's not how this works. This, this is, is Wrestle freaking Mania. This is WrestleMania against the like 13 time women's champion. It's crazy. In WWE. And you're in like the match you for are, the championship. And you're just, in that's not a Charlotte good way to sell it. Flair's world. Yeah. Like, you're in Charlotte Flair's world. And this, this is, is her world. To me, this is not Charlotte Flair's biggest match. No! Like, not I don't, even a little I bit. Mean, she was she was in the match that Ronda also lost to yes. Becky Lynch in the actual main, main event Charlotte Flair is going to be in any WrestleMania match that she wants to be in, and we've learned this. She will put herself in any match. Yeah. I'm going to pick Charlotte just because I hope we can kick something off with maybe Bailey coming back on SmackDown afterwards. And then... The greatest match of all time. Of all time. It's going to be the best match we've ever seen in our entire lives. The most stupendous match. It is a title. Maybe unification is definitely winner take all. It is, again, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal and WWE Championships. I mean, it's Roman Reigns, right? It has to be Roman Reigns. It kind of just has to be Roman Reigns. It has to be Roman Reigns so that the Cody Rhodes situation can play out. That's how <laughs> that's how I would like to see this book go. Uh, I this is how I would book it. So I need Roman Reigns to win this so that the she book can be relevant in our title. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you're. That would be a fantastic way to get Cody into the fold. And if we are just giving both, well, I mean, we are both giving both belts to mm-hmm. one person. It's a great way to get the belts off of one so we can kind of separate that again without anybody getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Roman, and then who knows? But Seth Rollins and Cody, we didn't touch on yet, right? No, because like technically there's nothing for Seth Rollins right now. Yeah, but so Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes yes. happens, mm-hmm. right, at Hypothetically. WrestleMania. Hypothetically. At WrestleMania, I don't know if it's night one or night two. I would personally just put it on night one. Yeah. Uh, just make that like the story of the weekend. But who do you have in that match? How it, How is that going to be the story of the weekend when Stone Cold is coming back? Because it's not... Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. Because that's announced. Yeah, that's a good point. I get it. Um, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, I would also pick Cody Rhodes. Here. I don't think Cody Rhodes would be coming back at Mania to lose. It also wouldn't work 
what I want to happen if Cody no, Rhodes lost. It would look weak. Because if he lost to Seth and then comes out the next night or even on SmackDown to Roman saying you've beat everybody but you haven't beat me he has to have a win under his belt because otherwise Roman will just be like bro you haven't beat anybody you know since though? you've been here you could make it a triple threat match to get the belt off Roman because you could have Cody beat Seth and then the next night Roman's there and like Seth wants to yes. challenge for the WWE Championship Cody's like I beat you and you just have a triple threat match at whatever at Backlash whatever awesome. it is All about it. you could have Cody pin Seth again Roman goes away yes. Smackdown yeah it, then technically Roman didn't lose the belt exactly but yeah. like you get the belt off him yeah. Uh, but yeah I think Stone Cold and Kevin Owens are main eventing night one is my I guess I hope so and then that way I feel like if you put Cody and Seth on night one it can still be the talk of the night I feel like we have other matches that we haven't seen yet, like little matches that'll be like in the pre-show. Like, yes, we've just gone over a lot of matches, but we have two nights to fill. I do think that some of these matches that we said will definitely be on the pre-show night one, definitely be on the pre-show night two. Like, I don't think we're going to see Happy Corbin and Drew McIntyre on a regular, like on the actual card. I think they're going to be on the pre-show. I don't know. I think we'll see. Uh, Up next, we have WrestleMania. So we... We'll be back next week. It will probably be on Tuesday or Wednesday instead of Monday because it's a two-night event and it's going to be two long nights. So we got to give ourselves some time to record the next episode and it will be an all-WrestleMania episode. And I don't know about you, but I'm hype as hell for it. I'm ready. I am so ready. Please follow us everywhere at HeBookSheBook. And don't forget to like, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.